0: Hey, my name is Philip Craig. I'm the pastor here at Aria Church. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope this podcast empowers you, hope it fuels your faith, and hope it impacts your life. Enjoy the message. Right, guys, this is our junior youth. This isn't all of them. It's also our breakout, which we meet on a Sunday morning when you guys are in here. Uh, We're out in the corridor there. And this morning, or over the summer, we have been looking at the fruits of the Spirit. So this morning, the guys are going to give you each of the fruit of the Spirit, and beautifully read by two of our most intelligent young people. Right, take it away, Roman. Off you go, kid. Don't worry, that'll come on when you speak.
1: The Bible says in Galatians 5, verse 22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Just say it again. Self control. The Bible says in Galatians five, verse twenty-two. But the Holy, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The Bible says in Galatians 5 verse 22 the The Holy Spirit produces this kind of food in our lives Love Joy Peace Patience Kindness. Goodness. Good job. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Gentleness.
0: Self-control. Well done, guys, brilliant. Well done. You head down that way. Give them a big clap. This is our youth. Well done. Too that of you. Brilliant. So while I'm setting up here quickly, I just want to give you a wee bit of history. Believe it or not, it was June before the last time I was up here. And I shared with you how our youth was developing in amazing ways. Amazing ways. So right through the summer from March, and I do this every night with the kids, we have had somebody new every night. We ran right through the summer. We got a chance to open. When the church is open, we open because Friday night is church for these guys. We opened, we worship, we read God's word, and we have loads of fun. And for me, that's church. So as soon as the government said, church can come back, we come back. Every single night, somebody new. Friday night just passed. With a number of our original members way back uh, nearly three years ago. We, for about 18 months, we had six young people. And I know some of you have heard this, but I, I never tired of saying this. We had six young people. We met for 18 months, nearly two years, with six, seven young people. Now, three of those young people drifted off a wee bit during the summer. Three of them were back on Friday night. And that just thrilled my heart. So, Friday night, we had 27, year eight plus, We had 16 P6s and P7s. Give God the glory. It's God deserves all the glory for that. He is moving amongst our young people. For them to be brave and come up on this stage and just do what they've just done, it just thrills my heart. I want to share with you this morning the fruit of the Spirit. And each night we'd take it in turn. So I would speak, Naomi would speak, and Kathy would speak. That's my wife. She's in kids, um, helping with the kids today. But on the night that Kathy spoke um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, she, before doing the, the fruit of the Spirit that was goodness, she drew a picture. She's very talented at drawing. And she drew a picture of a tree. And if, I want to use the imagination, uh, you could see the top of the tree and then she drew a line and underneath the tree was the roots coming out of this tree. And the roots of that tree were Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. That was the roots. And the tree grew up and it produced fruit. And as I looked at that, it really triggered me. Many times in school assemblies and in in youth clubs and in good news clubs, I've spoke on the fruit of the Spirit. But I've never gone back to where that tree comes from. And Kathy got an apple and she split the apple in two. And in every apple, there's a seed, sometimes more than one. She took the seed out and she explained this story. And this is a true story. You can see it's a very small seed, but there is a seed in my hand. And way back at the start of lockdown, eh, almost two years ago, Beth and my daughter came to her mum, and she said, mum, can we grow an apple tree? She'd had an apple and she'd seen the seed inside the apple. And I remember as a kid doing this loads of times, getting seeds from apples, getting seeds from oranges, getting seeds from whatever, and going out into the garden and putting it into the garden and nothing happened. So Bethany came to mummy and she said, mummy, can I grow this seed? And I just went, dead on. <laughs> so mummy being mummy said, yes, of course you can pet. But mummy did something different. Mummy went out and got a yoghurt pot. She filled the yoghurt pot with soil. She put the seed in, and as well, two or three other seeds. So there was four of them sitting. And she set it on the windowsill. And every day, Kathy watered that seed. And that little yoghurt pot moved from one windowsill to another windowsill, To another windowsill. Till one morning, I was going out. We have a bit of a gym at the back of the house, and I was going out to the gym, and I noticed um, a little green shoot. And I'm like, no way. (laughs) I'm like, that's a weed. (laughs) I said that to myself, I didn't say that to Kathy or or Bethan. And that seed grew and it moved, and it moved, and it came up, and it stayed on the windowsill for about 12 months, maybe maybe a little bit longer, and it got bigger, and it got bigger. Now, I want to confess, I, I'm a joiner, and I have a business van. I also have a van of my own, and it's a small van, and I uh, went to put what I'm going to bring with you this morning, and it wouldn't fit in the small van. So, I had to use the business van. So, Now, I'm not lying, this is true. Kathy did say, Steve, can you not bring a better plant pot? But um, That is the tree that came from that little seed. She has two of them, one's bigger than the other. And it's due to go into the ground, as you can see, and hopefully over the next few years, and this plant plot still goes from one side of the garden to on top of the table to the other side of the garden. And it keeps moving and moving and moving. Why? Because Kathy has taken the time and the effort to nurture that tree. You know, folks, there's no point in me standing here this morning talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And I've heard it preached on loads of times, loads of times. Talking about producing fruit, talking about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, all those things are amazing things. But there is no point in me standing here and talking about those things if, first of all, we haven't planted the seed. And you might be saying, Steve, what are you talking about, planting the seed? I'm a rubbish gardener as I am, but I what do you say, what's the seed? Do you know what that seed is? That seed is the seed of salvation. A big word. Maybe that's, this is your first time in church. Maybe this is your first time experience in church, and you're going, Steve, what is salvation? You know, salvation is that moment where we realize we have done wrong things before a holy God. The boys brilliantly read, Galatians 5, verse 20. I want to take it back a step. And up on the screen will come Galatians 5, verse 19, hopefully. And before the fruit of the Spirit, this is what Paul talks about. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexually, immorality, impurity idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, ambition, dissension, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and all the like, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, the fruits of the Spirit are pointless unless we realize that all of us do some of those things really easy. We do them naturally. We don't have to work at it. We don't have to feed it. We don't. We just do them naturally. How many of us are envious of the person next door when they rock up in their big fancy car? How many are maybe parents among you here? I've got four kids. How many are envious of that couple that don't have kids and they can go away for the weekend every other weekend? I come off Facebook and I come off Instagram because of that. But sometimes I feel like going back on it and showing them in my kayak in the middle of a lake and stuff like that. But you know, how many of those things just grow and grow and grow in our lives easily? I've got a, a concrete driveway, okay? And down the middle of that concrete driveway, there's a bit of a gap. Weeds grow out of it for fun. Don't have to, don't, don't have to, weed, uh, don't have to water them. Don't have to move them about the garden. Don't have to set them on them. They just grow. Why? Because it says in Romans... All of us have sinned. Romans three twenty three. Every single one of us have done things wrong. We've done what's just been on the screen at some stage in our lives. And if we haven't, we're going to do it. Why? Because naturally, we have sinned. But it doesn't finish there. What's the first fruit of the Spirit? I've got prizes here. Ah, see that? What's it for nobody put their hand up? I've got prizes here and all the hands go up. Now, this is how it works. One question for the young people, one question for the adults. You guys are clever. I'm going to give them a go. What was the first fruit of the Spirit? Anybody over 20? Anna. I'm warning you, Anna. Watch your teeth with them. Love. So I said to myself, okay, love. What's love? 1 John 4, verse 9, explains love this is how God showed His love amongst us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. Or I learned that verse as, this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us. Not that we love God, but that He loved us, and He sent His one and only Son to die on a cross to take the punishment for what? For all those things that were on the screen a minute ago. To take the punishment for the wrong things that we have ever done. What is salvation? Salvation is that minute when we realize, God, I am a sinner, I have done things wrong, I come before you and I say sorry. I say sorry, God, for the wrong things that I've done come into my life and help me to live for you. And a little later on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. But there's no reason why you can't do that now. If you're sitting there now, and you realize it's a simple way to plant that seed. Kathy took that seed. She got a little yogurt pot. Other yogurts are available. (laughs) She put soil in it. She put the seed in it. And that was the start. I wonder before I even get into my message this morning. Are you willing to sow that seed? Are you willing to come to God and say, God, I thank you for sending your son for me, come into my life? You know, if you're willing to do that this morning, that'll change your life. If you're willing to do that this morning, it'll change how you live. It'll change the way you move. It'll change the way you feel. I know the Holy Spirit's moving now. I know the Holy Spirit is working on people's lives. I was in the gym the other morning, and a guy in the gym said to me, we're talking about work and stuff, and he said to me, you know, Steve, we're just slaves that get the evening off. Now, this guy's a fairly decent job. He's not working in a a menial job. You know, he's a decent job. And I thought to myself as I left, how sad when people go through life And that's how they live. They spend a huge percentage of their time in work. And it's just, you know, there's more to life than money. There's more to life than work. And it starts with that seed of salvation. You know, the great thing about that is God sent His Son to take the punishment for my sin. I understand that. God is a holy God. There's a wall between us and God of sin and Jesus smashed that wall to pieces so that we can come before God. We you know the great thing is there's a little verse in Luke and it says this. Don't worry, Ethan. I didn't put this down, so don't panic. He is not here. He is risen. You know, I stand here this morning explaining to you from this book in the Bible, a Savior who is risen, who is alive, who grows. This church is built. it stands for what? Growth. Yeah? It stands for growth. Why? Because Jesus is alive. He didn't stay on that cross dead. He didn't stay there. He was buried three days later. It tells us, look, He is not here. He has risen. I serve a risen Savior. And that's why I know as we move on, that these th- fruits of the Spirit can grow in us because Jesus is alive. And that gets me excited. Yeah? yeah. All right, when, when the census come around, I hate this bit. It tells you, it says on the forms, and even forms for your passports, I think, as well, it says to you, what religion are you? I hate this. I'm not a religion. Christianity's not a religion. I'm in a relationship with God. Yeah? Religion is rules. Religion is, you wear this, you wear that. And I heard this statement the other day, and I loved it. This guy, a few months back it was, and it stuck in my head. This guy came to me, and we were talking about church and stuff, and he said to me, Steve, you know, it's not about the suits and the hats. And I went, dead on me, dead on me. I'm with you, I'm with you. It's not. As anybody knows, you never seen me in a suit or a hat. Well, a suit, anyway. It's not about that. His next statement was... It's not about the ripped jeans or the smoke machines. (laughs) Yeah? Sometimes we have both in these days. I'm not ripped. I paid too much for these jeans to rip them. It's not about that. It's about relationship with God. It's about moving on with God. How many people sow that seed of salvation like I did with my seed back in the day? Yes, Lord, I'm with you. I understand. They go out that door and do zip about it. And this is what I want you to hear this morning. There's three ways that we can make the seed of salvation turn into this. Three ways. Right, some of you guys know I do CrossFit. For 30 years, I was counting the other day, I played rugby. I broke my leg three years ago, and I had to retire because I would have had to move out of my house if I didn't. So I took up the crazy sport of CrossFit. Now, CrossFit is a combination of Olympic lifting, of gymnastics, and of cardio. So cardio is rowing, running, cycling, all that sort of stuff. So I rocked into the gym to take up this CrossFit, and we had to do like a bit of a course before we, we went. And there was, there was girls in the gym, boys in the gym, and the week morning I was on, there was a couple of girls on that were probably about five foot two eight stone wet through, if possible, maybe seven. And there was barbells like this, and they were just throwing them up for fun. So I says to the, right, everybody get a barbell, and I started getting barbells, and the guy who was a coach came over to me, and he handed me this, Steve, you take that. So I'm like, I came here to be big, man, and lift heavy weights. What do I want this for? He says, no, Steve, you take that. And we were doing overhead squats. So I'd learned, I'd learned how to deadlift, no problem, okay? I'd learned how to do a clean, no problem. I'd actually even learned how to do a squat clean, no problem. So then he says, right, I want you to do an overhead squat. So we'd done back squats, so we put the barbell, uh, the, the pipe on our, on our back, okay? And we, we a, yeah, no bother, I can, I can handle that. He says, Steve, right, put the pipe above your head. So I put the pipe above my head, okay? Now, I have very little flexibility back then. And he said, do an overhead squat. So I said, no bother yet, no bother. (laughs) And I just went. (laughs) For the next three months, this PBC pipe became my best friend. Okay? This PBC pipe taught me how to do all the movements. You know, there's three words going to come up on that screen. Hopefully. And those three words are pray, read, and worship. How do I get this seed to turn into this? By praying. By praying every day. Every day. What does it say? Um, Sorry, I'm mucking these slides about for you, and I know I'm a nightmare when it comes to this. In 1 Thessalonians, it tells us about prayer. And it says this, never stop praying. Never stop praying. And I've got to be honest, there's times in my life where I've really struggled to pray. Really struggled. But there's times in my life where I've gone from the PVC pipe where I could hardly do that to doing an overhead squat, no problem, to getting the barbell, bringing the barbell up and doing a snatch, no problem, because I worked at it. I worked at it. I worked at it. I turned up every morning. What's one of the fruits of the Spirit here? I think it was Bethan. Faithfulness. Turning up. Turning up. Doing it every day. Praying every day. It says pray without ceasing. But sometimes that's hard. And I get that. And I've got to admit lately I've had a few times where praying has been really hard. Do you know when praying gets hard? Sometimes we might even need to get somebody else to pray for us. That time when COVID hits the house. And there's three of you down with COVID it's hard. When one of your kids comes to you and says, dad, I'm struggling, it's hard. You're like, God, where are you in this? You know, The book of Psalms is full of David screaming to God, God, where are you? God, I need you. You know, if I wanted to improve my overhead squat, and everybody can try this at the end to see how hard it actually is, And some mornings it's hard. Some mornings I get to here and go, do I just throw the PVC pipe away and say, forget it. I've had enough. I'm not doing that anymore. I see so many Christians doing that. Times are hard. Your father comes to you and says, Steve, I need to speak to you. I've been diagnosed with cancer. And you go, God. A man of God. Preached all his life. Where are you in this? Do I throw the PVC pipe away? No. I pick it up. I get down on my knees and I go again. Lord, I can't do this. Be with me. Help me. And lately we had a a pretty rush ride and we were finding it hard. And you know, sometimes even when you get to that point where you can't pray, there's people out there who will pray for you. And I support an organization called UCB, and they have a prayer line. And sometimes you just have to pick up that phone and say, Look, I can't pray. Pray for me. We don't throw PVC pipe away. We don't throw prayer away. When we can't do it, there's people out there who can, and this morning we're going to give you an opportunity at the end. And I don't know what problems you have. I know everybody in here could probably stand and rhyme off the issues in their life like I've just rhymed off in some of our lives at stages of our lives. We can't pray. There will be people at the back who will pray for you. Don't throw away the PVC pipe of prayer. The next one on the screen, pray, read. You know, this book is the single most important book in the world, ever. Nazi Germany tried to destroy it. They had piles, they had bonfires to try and burn this word. It's still here. Over the years, people have tried to destroy this book. It's the single most important book in the world. But again, it's hard to read. But you have to. You have to nurture it. You have to read it. I struggle reading. So what do I do? I listen. Yeah, on the way to work. I put it on my radio. I listen to it. When I can't read it, I get somebody else to read it for me. I don't just... God, this is too hard. So many people in this town that I see who've been going strong with the Lord and life came in around them. And for whatever reason, and I'm not judging them, I know it's hard. They threw away what they need. This seed will never grow unless we pray, unless we read God's Word, unless we put God first in our lives. What does it say in Psalm there? Bring up the side there, um, Ethan. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. How do we keep going? How do we grow? We pray. We pray first. We read God's word. We hide God's word in our heart. The kids team there, they teach the Bible every day. When we were doing the fruits of the spirit, I got um, Adrian to read the fruits of the spirit. And we had we have sometimes 16, 18 out there, and they only needed nine. By the end of our two, verse 2 or 3 practices, the three or four that were sitting not taking part all knew the fruits of the Spirit. They were rhyming them off. Adrian stood up there today and read it without the Bible. The Bible was there. He didn't look at it. Why? Because he's hidden God's Word in his heart. It's so important that we read the Bible because when times come hard, when the bar's above our head and we can't get down, Those verses come back to us and they help us. They encourage us. They support us. How do we get the seed to grow? By praying, by reading, by worshiping. Yeah? Just bring up that other psalm there for me, Ethan. By worshiping. I love to worship. This morning in uh, pre-service, Phil played a song, Jaira, one of my favorite songs. And I've really... Maverick City Music and Elevation Worship music at the minute are just hitting right on the bottom for me. Yeah, old basement church. If you, if you haven't listened to it, just listen to it. If you've been brought up through church, I know a lot of you haven't, but I have. If you've been brought up through church, listen to that song. It's an old Hallelujah with a new melody. What did we sing this morning? Amazing Grace. Yeah, people think we're a cool, trendy church. We have, we go on a walk in the morns, and we don't just take pictures. We have things zooming through the sky, taking pictures of us. But you know what? It's the same amazing grace. Yeah? It's the same amazing grace. Believe it or not, back in the day, some woman walked into a church and said, I'm going to play an organ. And everybody around them went, oh, you can't have organs in here. A hundred years ago, she played an organ. Now people say the only thing you can have in a church is an organ. Yeah? But we moved on. Now we have organs and drums and synthesizers and all sorts of crazy stuff. But... It all comes back to that relationship with God. Now, I'm nearly finished. The clock's flying through there. It always goes too fast. It never goes that fast in a workout. <laughs> so, how do we grow the seed of salvation into this? By praying. I want to give you some practical tips. Practical tips that have worked for me. And my concentration levels are shocking. Um... We walked up the morns yesterday, and that, it was tight going up. But I'm coming down going, this is a bit boring. So there was a group of us head cases at the front thought, we're going to run down. So we ran down. We wanted to do something a bit more, didn't we? And we did it. And Mark, I don't think Mark's, is Mark on kids? Is Mark in with us today? Mark's at the back. So Mark was the last one up, okay? Came to the top. He's like, that was horrible. Why am I doing this? I think they were the words he used. But going down, Mark was the first one going down. He was like, yeah, I'm having a bit of this. Dan, you know, we need a bit more, don't we? We need a bit more sometimes. And, and, and that's, that's what the Bible gives us. The Bible gives us that little bit more to help us grow. Pray. Read. Worship. Even when it hurts even when it's hard, even when we go to here and we put it down, we pick it back up again, we go again, we put it down. And before we know it, we're down to here. Before we know it, we're growing, we're growing. And we're onto the big stuff. Yeah, we're onto the heavy stuff. And we can lift and we can throw them about for fun. And then the injury comes in, COVID hits. And you can already lift your foot, never mind a barbell. You go back into the gym, and you pick the PVC pipe, and you go again. How do we do that every day? Let's look at it very, very quickly. So pray. Pray first. And I've said this a few times on this stage. Make prayer the first thing you do when you get out of bed. Don't do this. What does it do? It fills your head with rubbish. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong in it. Phil does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've never met him. I'm not going to pick any Phil. we walking up the morns. <laughs> Phil, I'm out for a day up the morns. Man. But I suppose if he didn't do that, we wouldn't have that on the screen, would we? And hey, were we walking fast on that screen, weren't we, Flip. <laughs> We, I wish I was walking that fast. Uh, yeah, so pray first. Pray first. When you wake up in the morning, this is really easy, Re- really, really simple, practical way, open your eyes and say, switch your alarm off first and say, God, be with me today. And if that's all you do, brilliant. And you know what? That'll develop. It'll be... God, show me how you want me to live today. Do you know these words across here are doing words? Now, I'm not an English teacher. I always, I know a noun is a naming word, but I'm not sure what they're doing. What's a doing word, guys? Bird. So joy, love, it's something you do. The reason I got the guys to do actions, not just to hold the peace or page up, is because we do love. We do joy. We do peace. We do Kindness. Yeah? I used to be tight as a knot. Wouldn't give anybody a penny. God's really challenged me on that. Kindness. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Doing words. Turning up. Yes, I'll be there. Self-control. No. Young people. No. I'm not taking them drink. I'm not taking that drugs. You can keep your e-cigs. You can keep your cigarettes. No. Facebook. Instagram. I'm, I'm not replying to that message. You don't like me. I don't care. I'm not replying back saying I don't like you. Yeah. No. Self-control. And you know, if we haven't got this last one, we can't do any of these. And that's a whole new sermon. So pray first. Read first. Okay. First thing I do in the morning is get up. And Kathy said, don't tell him this. I'm going to you anyway." go to the toilet. Where's my Bible? Okay nobody else is up. Peace and quiet. Everybody some of you have seen the, the movie prayer room. That's my prayer room. That's where I start the day. And you're like, oh, don't. But listen, get a place where you can start the day with God, read one verse. So this is your challenge for this week. Don't pick your phone up until you've prayed. OK? Don't read anything till you've read at least one verse from the Bible. Now, I know a lot of you guys have phones, okay? And I know your Bible's on your phone. Fine. But the problem with that is, when you click that wee button, bing, 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 all the notifications from during the night of Johnny playing Xbox at 2 in the morning come up, and we go, oh, just, I'll just have a look at this. Just have a look. Don't. Read your Bible first. What does it say in the, in, the, in the Bible? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and what? And his righteousness. So seek him first. Live right. What happens? All these things will be added onto you. The seed goes from here to here. How? By praying every day. By reading our Bible every day. So there's a challenge. Last challenge. I listen to a lot of radio and I am definitely finished. I listen to a lot of radio. Okay? So my challenge for you is... Don't put Pete Snodden on just for one song. All right? Don't put Greg James on if you're Radio 1. Okay? Don't put Ken Bruce on if you're like me. Anybody my age? Radio 2? No? Don't put Mark Chapman on Radio 5. That's my four radio stations. Just for one song a day. Right? I'm not asking you to worship all day long and praise the Lord as you're driving, which we do. I do a lot. But all I'm asking you is one verse. One read of the Bible, one pray, one verse, and one worship song. And you know what happens? That prayer becomes longer. That reading becomes longer. That worship turns into three, four, five songs. And we grow, and we grow, and we grow, and we grow. To the point where we come along, and we can take the weight, and we can lift the weight. No problem. And we can put it above our head. No problem. Why? Because we trusted God because we've grown, because we've put God first. Dylan, do you want to come up? I had so much to say this morning. Time's gone. You know, see all those things, and I I know people who have religion. I know people who can debate with me inside out, know the scriptures from front to back, But they've never sown that seed of salvation. You know, guys, if you don't know Jesus this morning, that verse in Galatians was really clear. You're not going to heaven. Yeah? And you'll not have a relationship with God. And you'll feel like a slave all your life. You'll feel like, what's the point of this? I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you've never sown that seed of salvation, I want everyone to bow their heads and I want you to just be quiet, okay? I'm going to prepare. And inside yourself, I just want you to pray the words that I'm praying. The Holy Spirit is here. He's moving. If you want to come to know Jesus, if you want to sow that seed of salvation, just say these simple words after me. Dear Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the wrong things I've done. Come into my life and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, that prayer is a simple prayer that we encourage the kids the young people to pray. Why? Because from that point down, they have Jesus in their lives. They have Jesus to help them to grow. They have Jesus there to help them to pray. They have Jesus there to guide them through when the parent comes to them and says, Son, I've been diagnosed with cancer. And praise the Lord, my dad got healed. And he's still with us today. But we get through them times because we've Jesus in our lives. Guys, if you're struggling this morning, struggling to pray, struggling to read, struggling to worship, we're here for you. Phil's going to come and he's going to just explain communion. But during that time of communion, there'll be people at the back. Why are they at the back? They're there to pray for you. Because we want to help you. We want you not to throw the PVC pipe away. We want you to hold on. Why? Because there's going to be a breakthrough. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. I hope it encouraged you. There's a few things I'd love you to do. I'd love you to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes or Spotify account. This is so you can keep up with our most recent material and messages. If this ministry has impacted your life and you'd love to help us reach others, you can do that right now by going to ariachurch.org and giving now. Cannot wait to see you next week on the Orient Church podcast.